<laughs> Goat League Assemble! Today's podcast is brought to you by Cookout. Uh, Cookout's goal is to serve customers the highest quality of food in the least amount of time in a professional, well-run way. Fresh, never-frozen ground beef, and of course, our always classic milkshakes. Stop by a cookout at one of our 250-plus locations in the southeast. Charles, it's Thursday, November uh, 16th, how, or Wednesday, November 16th, excuse me. A uh, little excited for <laughs> being a week away from Thanksgiving. So uh, yes. how's everything going? It's going well. Um, everything is good. Uh, what's your favorite cookout milkshake? Uh, I am a banana pudding uh, I'm a banana pudding connoisseur when it comes to the cookout milkshake. I think it's um, it's one of those milkshakes you can't get really anywhere else that I've seen. And it, um, you know, it allows for you to uh, kind of be creative, uh, whether you want to put a little peanut butter in the banana pudding, you could throw a little Oreo in there. It's uh, that's my go to. What about you? Uh, I, I'm also a big fan of that. I wouldn't say it's quite my favorite just because I'm kind of a sucker for chocolate situation like that. So yeah, I have definitely, I believe I used to get it all the time in college, but they had a, a Reese's, maybe even a Kit Kat at some point. Um, shit had a thousand calories in it by itself. I think. Jeez. Yeah. I mean, hell, all the ones that cook out have, you know, a shit ton but i mean they it's literally like it's probably like five scoops of ice cream in that styrofoam cup <laughs> yeah it's awesome if we're if we're being completely honest here yeah and so you, you've been uh you've been hitting the road more today yeah man i'm uh i'm in what you would call bfva which is uh bumfuck virginia right now i was up in roanoke which is a lovely lovely city um in in southern virginia but right now i'm i'm rolling through what we call fort chiswell virginia never heard of it never want to stop here so i'm just keeping it rolling down uh hopping on 77 right now back towards charlotte so you coming from 81 by chance bo uh <laughs> you got that right now well uh heading off uh, uh i'm actually exiting off 81 right now getting on 77 <laughs> <laughs> shit nice yeah, I, you said Virginia bumfuck. I Googled it um, just to see what the first thing that would come up. But uh, Virginia bumfuck, yeah, four and a half star rating on it. It's a nice little trail uh, in uh, in Virginia. <laughs> oh, the, the the bumfuck trail. Wow. Yeah, posted by Charlie Jelke. I mean, this guy definitely bumfucks. Yeah, I got facts. Natural bridge and a cave was awesome. Oh, <laughs> uh, and I think we just made a new record on our podcast for the most times the word fuck has been used, which um, <laughs> for those listening with, with softer ears, we do apologize. <laughs> but, yeah. If you're listening to this was, if you're letting someone listen to this with uh, softer ears, that's, that's on you. Yeah. Craven, don't let the little ones hear. <laughs> so, um, well, I'm glad that uh, you've been you've been burning up the the road, um, and uh, 
you know, I think the next thing we need to talk about is the, the fact that college basketball just is in not full swing, but close with the, some big time matchups last night. Yeah, we finally got our first uh, set of ranked matchups uh, last night. Uh, we had, I think Michigan State still wasn't ranked, but, you know, Ken Palm, I think they're like 26th or 28th or something like that. Uh, so they're right there. You know, they, they played a great game against Kentucky. I don't know if you saw the um, play that sent them to, I think it was overtime uh-huh. uh, by Michigan State. Great, great um, out-of-bounds, baseline out-of-bounds play, full court by Izzo there. And then they swung it to the perimeter. Uh, the I don't know the guy's name, but he had a great fake pass to the uh, corner. Kentucky bid on it, had a wide open lane for the dunk to send it to overtime. What a way to start off the Champions Classic. Yeah, it was it was uh it was an exciting game. I have to say I was kind of half keeping up with it because I was watching my Seahawks get blasted by the Sooners. Um, yeah. Two bad combination of things, but basically Oklahoma was on fire and UNCW had one of the worst nights ever shooting basketball. So it was a uh, it was a brutal watch. I watched every minute. Yep, and then right after that, um, we had uh, Kansas versus Duke in uh, what a lot of people thought was going to be the rematch of last year's national championship game, but the uh, the artist formerly known as Coach K was not able to beat the North Carolina Tar Heels. So it was Kansas beating North Carolina in the national championship last year. Uh, Kansas continues their winning ways and uh, gets a uh, a nice W uh, last night. Yeah, first year after Roy retires and and uh, and Kansas you know got revenge on him leaving and us taking him from him. So um, I don't know. I guess that's a one way one could look at it. <laughs> um, yeah. I th- I think when it comes to Kansas and Carolina, you, you got to look at it all the way back to Dean Smith. Um, Dean Smith, you know, played at Kansas. Uh, the Carolina-Kansas tie is very deep. Um, I, I would say it's probably your two most historically, uh, you know, basketball schools all the way dating back to the creation of the game and whatnot. Uh, I believe Dr. James Naismith and Fog Allen and all them have, you know, some sort of tie in there. But like I said, Dean Smith, you know, played at Kansas. I think Carolina had to sell their soul uh, to get Dean Smith from there. And and the part of the agreement was anytime there's a big time matchup between the two, you got to give the nod to Kansas in some way. And, and that's happened to Carolina the last two times they've played in the final four, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah. Yeah. That 08, right. 08 and last year. Yep. So that was, that was, that, I thought that was going to be a championship team the year they beat us. But they redeemed and, themselves. So maybe this, this year is similar. Who knows? Maybe. I hope so. Um, speaking of Carolina, Jeff freaking Saturday, call him Jeff Sunday. Freaking got it done versus the Raiders, backed it up, and uh, and he put Matt Ryan back in, which is like the reverse of they, – they, 
they were definitely tanking. And Jeff Saturday was like, I'm going to lead this group of men and win this game. That's that's how he is. Uh, yeah, he's definitely a motivational guy. Obviously, he's got a lot of respect in that locker room already and within the organization. It's fun to see. Uh, you know, fun fact about Jeff Saturday, Charles, um, he's never lost as a head coach in the NFL. <laughs> that is a fun fact. Uh, that is very true also. That's, a, that's an example of how statistics can be misleading. <laughs> yeah, he's, he's, definitely, um, he's definitely in rare air when it comes to his record in the NFL. I think he's got an 1,000. His winning percentage is at 1,000. Yep, he can say that at least for another, what, four days at minimum. Dude, what if they ran the table, won the Super Bowl, and he's like, I'm done, and just leaves as like 9-0? and To walk off. Yeah. The just, career walk off. <laughs> yeah, I, this was fun. Yeah, this was fun. Appreciate y'all. Time to go master uh, sculpting or, or – uh, you know, oil paintings or something. <laughs> I could definitely see Been that. Been there, done he, that he, when, he, he, when it comes to the NFL. Become like a host on a cooking show. Yeah, that's always a good career arc. Jesse Palmer. Yeah, exactly. Uh, well, a recap from last week. Uh, like we said, Colts got it done, so that was good for some of the fantasy matchups we'll mention. Um, on the recap, man, it's crazy. I, I texted you this earlier, but um, or maybe I did. I can't remember. But there was no close games this week, like no nail biters. It was all no. um, double digit victories. Nope they there was no double digit or there was no uh, nail biters. All double digit victories, and uh, you know we should be able to zoom through it pretty quickly. Um. A lot of it, lot of impressive teams this week, Charles. A lot of impressive teams. Yeah, uh, we'll start with uh, somebody that got a big win to move to five and five, and that is Allen. Um, you know, taking down Connor. Connor moves to four and six, and, and big reverse course of trajectory over the last uh, seven weeks for Connor. Yeah, Connor. Connor started off zero and two. He was in panic mode thought for sure he was going back to Sacco. Then I'm pretty sure he moved into the top three, maybe top four at one point um, when we had that log jam right up there at the top. And then now he's back into, is he going to be Sacco? Who knows? Anything can happen from here on out. I think, what have we said? Basically, five is the magic number, I think, to not get Sacco. Yep, five is the magic number. He could still lose out, so he needs a win to eliminate his name from the race um yeah so that'll be that'll be pretty big i mean and uh Al, we'll just co- kind of cover alan's team real quick because cd lamb went off and basically that's what want him to match up because it was only 11 points that was the closest one of the week um let's just groove right into jordan versus paul this was a pretty good matchup it was both high scoring teams like you said some impressive um you know, performances. I think Paul had the third highest points in the league in loss. That's, that's tough. Yeah. Uh, and, and, you know, the amazing part of this was Eckler didn't score for the first time in five weeks. I know. 
screwed me in one league. <laughs> and the crazy but, thing is, like Jordan, I mean, Justin Fields, 42 points. That's insane. Back-to-back 40-point weeks. Yeah, Cole Komet, 23 points. I mean, yeah, you're not getting that again. No. Um, but shout-out Rondell Moore. I know he was he was hesitant to play Rondell Moore before Sunday. Um, decides to do it. Gets it done. McCaffrey continues his, his McCaffrey ways. And, uh, you know, Paul with 125 points, you, you hate to see it. Didn't get as much out of Kenneth Walker as, as he usually does. You know, Germany game. Um, Walker the third, the third Reich. You, you thought maybe in Germany he'd have a huge game. Uh, just couldn't beat, you know, couldn't beat Brady and the and the uh, the Aryan uh, ties there. So um, nice, nice little uh, points from Mahomes again and Devonte Adams another big week. Yeah, Bucks was a pod lock. That was agreed upon. So that that was um, between the two of us. So that was that was good to see, I guess, for for yeah, our uh, record uh, purposes. Glad I didn't take her fest uh, in that game because the the under did hit, but um, not a bad game for the first one being in uh, in old Munich. Yeah, it was cool. They were singing uh, "Country Roads" at the end. That was pretty cool. That was loud in there. Yeah. yeah. Who says America doesn't have culture? Uh, Stop it. <laughs> right. Yeah. Speaking of white American bastard, uh, Mooney played you. Uh, played you. <laughs> um, and you had a decent week, but uh, but Mooney got it done. What do you? What do you? What was your assessment? This week, knew exactly what was going to happen. You know, shout out to Peyton Campbell or Paris Campbell and uh, McKinnon for the, the nice little plug and plays there. I'll take 20. I think I had like 27 points from them combined. You take that any week during the Bimageddon, but, you know, hats off to Mooney. I knew Josh Allen wasn't going to get 20 points, but um, when you got Christian Kirk and Dalvin Cook having the weeks that they did, uh, that's a recipe for a win. So, you know, hats off to, uh, to Mooney getting that big win with only scoring, you know, right at a hundred, hundred and five points. Yeah, I mean, yeah. if you would have told me before the week started that Cooper Cup and AJ Brown had a combined less than three, I'd be like, yeah, he probably took an L. Yeah, I I knew the Eagles were gonna lose, um, and it's just it's that Heineke magic, man. Left hand up, who are we? The Commanders. <laughs> Bush light. Zins, he's he's one of us. He's he's a modern day Favre potentially. <laughs> he just, yeah, he just needs to to keep playing good. Then we'll then then maybe so. But um, but dude, it's just crazy to me. You know, Christian Kirk. I can't believe he just fell in Minnie's lap. Yeah, it, it almost makes you wonder who would make a trade like that. You know, probably the same guy that thinks Drake May's not a good quarterback. So. Um, I don't know who made that trade, but, you know, Mooney, that's a great value pick right there. And it's, it's really turned out and saved him a couple of weeks, you know, especially with, like you said, Cup and A.J. Brown just not having, you know, their normal productivity. Right. Hey, what do you think Christian Kirk is on the year wide receiver rank? Uh, he's top 15 probably. 
seven. Insanity. <laughs> like what? Come on. Insanity. But I played Craven this week, so not hating it. <laughs> um. All right. So next game we had Craven versus Nunnery, a battle of of previous Sackos. Um. You know, they got the inverse of each other, 96 to 69. Um, not nice. a very nice <laughs> week for an honorary. Um, you know, I like to I like to 69 and 96, so it uh, just depends how you look at it. 96 ain't a, a really, really underrated in the grand scheme. It's the 69 then 96. Let me roll over and go to bed, babe. <laughs> Oh man! Well, speaking of uh, rolling over and 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 taking it in the butt, and not getting any points ever again, and that extra butt statement was uh, was for uh, for Jordan. But uh, Edwards Hilaire, zero points. Uh, he, he's borderline droppable right now. If yeah. this league was not so thin on the waiver. Yeah, it's very thinly, very thin. Uh, I you know I tried to get Kamara from Nunnery. Thankfully. Uh, the haul that I was giving him would actually had him win this week, but I'm thankful that I I look yeah. at it. Yeah, some you never know how it's going to fold out. You know, it's uh, Camara down the stretch could be good for somebody. You know, uh, but it's one of those things where he's they just suck. You know what I mean? It's hard to have somebody, yeah. no matter how good they are, just things are not going well for the team. Oh, shit. You can hear me. I lost you. I'm here. Oh, you're back. I'm here. You're, uh, you're sorry. Back. I'm going through the hollers in North Carolina right now. Uh, I'm going down the mountain, so I, I should be in the clear, knock on wood. Um I do apologize to our listeners that they had to hear the the choppiness real quick, but I think we're back, Charles. Yes, we are. We are back. Um, I think uh, you know, just to to wrap this up, this matchup because it was pretty ugly. Um, you know, a couple of good spot starts from Craven, Peoples Jones, pretty good start this week, as it turns out. Um, and you know. Underwhelming performance from Nunnery. It's really all there is to say. Craven stays top of the league at seven and three. Um, next up, we go to a matchup with uh, with Cra- uh, excuse me with Lick and myself. Um, Lick falls to two and eight, and and it's starting to get scary hours for him as he's lost eight in a row and has not put up triple digits since week two. Oh shit! Style. That's a deer. Oh dear. Uh, no, we're good. We're good. Oh dear, <laughs> we're good. Uh, apologize there. Had to do a little swerve and swoop. I'm glad you're okay there. Yep. So we're we're on uh, we're on Vic and Wes. We're we're on uh, Lick <laughs> moving to two and eight and dropping oh, it the okay. last. And uh, and and that's and. He's right there. It's scary for him. Eight and eight in a row, lost. Eight in a row. Some would say he's due, but we'll talk about that here when we get to this week's matchups. Yeah, um, he, Justin Herbert has you know been struggling. He played a tough defense. Not a great output from him on uh, on I believe it was Sunday Night Football. Um, Ayuk Ayuk was unable to get in the end zone 
Um, and then on my side, uh, Jimmy G just did just enough, and I had some touchdowns from Foreman, Mostert. Uh, I think Gabe Davis maybe had a touchdown as well. Yes. Uh, Jonathan Taylor, massive touchdown uh, from him, big scamper. Uh, so that was enough to get it done for me. Um, I'm staying that log jam of six and four. And like I said, Lick's fallen, and, and now we got Vic and Weston. Okay. Yeah, and Charles, that's a good good log jam to be in um, towards the top of the league, and, and you're definitely trending in the right direction after what was a little bit of concern when you, you had, had a little bit of buys and, and injuries uh, a couple weeks ago. Agreed. I'm glad I could stave off and, and be six and four and not. I feel like the difference between six and four and five and five is immense. I, I totally agree. Um, but Vic beat Weston 130 to 104. Speaking of that situation, because, you know, they were both five and four heading into that game. So, big win for Weston here as uh, Justin Jefferson, Chris Godwin, Terry McLaurin, Tony Pollard tear it up. Yeah, they teared it up or tore it up, excuse me. Um, you know. <laughs> Sorry. That was funny. Hey, uh, on that note, Kyle, hold on. I'm going to crack a beer. All right, go ahead. And I want to say – Vic, uh, with the Jeff Wilson or with the Jeff Wilson plug, got a crazy touchdown there towards the end in what was um, a Miami slaughter, and I didn't see that coming. But Dude, it was, they it was absolutely nice. random. <laughs> yeah, they definitely did. I mean, Jeff Wilson, uh, he he's he's quietly like a top twenty running back for the season. I mean, even he had four straight games of 18, 12, 18, 17 carries. He had 17 versus the Browns and most still played good. That's nuts. Wow. That is nuts. They got Houston coming up after the bye. I mean, it, it could be interesting, but, uh, but that is, uh, that's all the matchups from last week. Um, I know you're you're obviously on the road, so let me run through the uh, the recent activities on waivers. If there's uh, anything of of substance, okay. Um, so yeah, looks like you picked up uh, the Commanders' defense for for a play this week, which I, I I'm a fan of that. I thought about myself. Um, we've got uh, gone off the henny getting Daniel Jones back, and he's got to start him this week. Uh, I picked up Kadarius Tony on a little flyer. Um, let's see. Top of the hill for the Ville. little Craven. He might have to start Mariota this week if uh, Kyler can't go. So he picked him up. But that was really about it, man. Who got Watson? Uh, uh, somebody's had Watson. Oh, Christian no, Watson. My Watson. bad. Shit. I missed it. My bad. Um, he It was at the beginning. Uh because he was the first one, of course. But Lit got him since he's damn. Got I tried priority. to get him. I tried to get him. Yeah, I, when I looked at the little waiver report, it looked like I think I, I'm fairly certain that yeah, five people uh, tried, but I'm surprised it wasn't more. Yeah, I mean, I, I hope he doesn't score tomorrow night. 
Yeah. Uh, so. Yeah. Me too. Uh, me too. Because I don't. Well, I don't know, man. I'm can. I'm conflicted. Uh, I, I want somebody to have the license plate and do the full punishment. So, kind of want Lick to to get the old sacco. Yeah, that that would be nice and ideal. As I um, take a pit stop here in this this rest area to urinate real quick. <laughs> I can hear you so well, though. Oh, man. Can you hear that? Kind of, sort of. Uh, well, people who are in here are probably like, what the fuck is this guy doing? <laughs> yeah, so uh, the matchups for, for this week, yeah, we'll get into those. There are quite a, a, a few pissed off for people. Uh, no pun intended. Yeah. Um, <laughs> As, as our, my cohort here, this is uh, a furious stream after a long day on the road. Hey, uh, I'm, <laughs> so, <laughs> so Paul and Vikram play this week. <laughs> and I want to get this out because we, 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 Vikram is my lock of the week. <laughs> uh I like Vikram this week. Uh, Paul has a hangover from being third in the league and not winning. Vikram comes out of nowhere with some plugs and good matchups, and I think Vikram wins this week. Oh, okay. I I, I agree there. Not going to be my lock of the week, but I don't like where rolling with the tide is heading. I think uh, it could be concerning as far as playoff implications go. Um, I just like what, what Vic's team's bringing to the table. So I'll, I'll take Vic as well. All right. Okay. Well, let's, uh, let's move on to, uh, me versus Craven. Uh, it, it's a, it's a big matchup for, uh, I mean, really for both of us because Craven is in first, but he's also one game out of the log jam himself. Yeah. So, um, big week this week, he's got Tyreek on by, uh, it's questionable if Kyler will play. Uh, his people's Jones is going against the Bills. That's no good. So there's some spots that's interesting. Uh, but overall, you know, he's still got a pretty solid squad. And uh, it's going to be a, a tough battle. I, I'm curious to see if I get either Jamar Chase or Mike Williams back this week. I'm thinking no, but we'll see. Yeah, this is going to be my lock of the week. Uh Charles, I've got you winning here. I just don't trust Marcus Mariota being in that that quarterback slot there. Not sure who's going to be able to plug in that second flex spot. I do think Lazard finds the end zone tomorrow. I have enough to go against uh, Sutton, Davis, Hawkinson, or Jonathan Taylor and Ramondre Stevenson. Not to even mention the quarterback. Appreciate the confidence. Uh, I hope that. I can pull it off. I think uh, getting the Bengals defense off the waivers, I didn't say that earlier, but um, going against Pittsburgh, I think that could be a pretty good little plug this week for me. But we'll see. Um, I don't think I've ever started a defense that was also like they had my quarterback on it too, like Joey Burrow and the Bengals defense. I don't know if I've ever had that happen that I can think of. Yeah. But anywho um, – Next matchup, we've got uh, Connor versus West. 
uh, we alluded to it earlier, but always a huge matchup for Connor going forward to get to that uh, that magic number. Uh, who do you got in this matchup? Uh, I like I actually like Connor this week. I think he gets win number five. Uh, Weston's kind of banged up. Uh, eyes with Waddle and Godwin, who who have been playing great, especially Godwin in 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 Munich. Um, I think I think we might see a big Lamar Jackson game. I think we might see a big Nick Chubb game uh, game with uh, you know the way Buffalo's been playing the last few weeks. We'll see if Devonta Smith or DJ Moore can get in the end zone. But if that is the case, I, I like Connor rolling away with this one in, in, in what I think is going to be a close matchup. Oh, I, I, I would agree with that. I think it's going to be a very close matchup. Um, right now it's projected 15 points. I mean, I'm sure he'll play James Connor. He's a little uh, – I think he'll be touchdown dependent versus the Niners. Um, yeah. But still could, you know, put up as far as like a, a ceiling goes anyway. Um, and Chase Claypool, interestingly enough, I, I kind of kind of like him to get more involved this week for some reason. Uh, interested to see if they'll get him more involved versus a weak Atlanta defense. Uh, so that'll be interesting. But yeah, we'll I, see I, if uh, Clay Poole can get uh, molded into that offense this week. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yeah, I mean, I think uh, if he didn't, the clay pool would would go down the drain as a as a bad drain. Yeah, I think the, I think they call that a puddle of mud. <laughs> oh, we we suck. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but uh, but yeah, I I I agree with you. Actually, I think uh, Panthers going to be playing from behind. DJ Moore is going to get a, a late little bullshit drag or slant touchdown. That's going to be the difference. Oh, 100%. I think it's going to be that close. A hundred percent. Um. All right, so we got Mooney and Allen here next. Uh, you know, two two people firmly still in the playoff race. Uh, you know, Mooney has a couple slight concerns. I don't know how banged up AJ Brown is. I don't think it's anything too serious. Um, but he's got Cooper Cup out now on IR and can't trust Taysom Hill anymore. That was a, a fun little thing. And then Christian Kirk's on by too. Yeah. With, with many, I think it all rides on what Josh Allen can do. And I'm just not sold on him the last few weeks. I think he's kind of digressed. He's obviously hurt with that elbow. If he can have a big game, I could see Mooney maybe squeezing a win out. Uh, especially, I think A.J. Dillon might be able to sneak into the end zone here tomorrow night. I'm, I'm really heavy on the Packers. Last time the Packers were four and six at this time of year, they won eight straight and they lost in the NFC championship game. So uh, just something to be aware about if they win tomorrow night, if, if they win, if, if they don't win season's over. Um, but I, I, Allen, I think he has a steady week. And, and the one thing I've said this before, but the one thing I love about Allen's team is that he gets production consistently from his entire lineup. You know, he's one of those few guys that has a squad this year that, you know, everybody kind of puts up double-digit points. They just don't put up a ton of points. Um, exactly. So, uh, if he can get a big, you know, D-hop game maybe, an, another big C.D. Lamb game, or even a Dak Prescott game where, you know, they, they can, uh, you know, really turn up 
I, I think Allen could win that here, but I, I, it's going to be a close one. Yeah, this should be a good matchup. Um, I like Allen here. I like, um, you know, Khalil Herbert's out on IR now, so David Montgomery is going to get solid work. I mean, uh, they have another guy, Ebner. He might cut into it a little bit, but, yeah. shoot, not, like, an, enough. And Falcons' defense is not – amazing at all so it, it's worth a it's worth a, a spot there and then jamal williams has been great um i think the rest of the season jamal williams will be continue to be great swift is all banged up all year and yep. even when he does play he vultures i agree i agree um i like dalton schultz with dak uh i, I yeah i like him i like tyler boyd to have a decent little game so i think He'll catch Mooney on a semi-off week and 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 uh, take care of business. Um, let's take a look at uh, Nunnery versus Jordan and jump and 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 Jordan is uh, never lost a Nunnery. I don't think. No, he's he's one of those rare ones that hasn't hasn't lost. Um, you know, to to uh, Nunnery, he's got Metcalf on by, Brady on by, Noah Fant on by. Who can Nunnery put in? You know, do does Stafford play this week? You know, and, and how healthy is he? He's going to have to put in. You know, Hunter Henry again, who's been terrible for him most of the season, except one game. Maybe Hollywood Brown can be plugged in. We, you know, we'll see when that comes. But he's got Curtis Samuel. I just really like, and you know, we've said this, and, and we keep saying it, but the way Jordan's molded this team together. You know, with Fields coming along the last few weeks, and then McCaffrey and Eckler, it's going to be really tough to uh, to beat Jordan, especially if Damian Pierce can can put a good game together. And you know, who can uh, who can Jordan put in for for Mike Evans? Here is, is a big one as well. Yeah, that's very true. Um, you know, I think I think he uh, definitely beats Nunnery this week. Nunnery's got a lot of guys on by and it's hard to negotiate the you know i mean keenan allen the hugest question mark in the world hollywood brown might actually come back for that game but i highly doubt it i just heard he might um curtis samuels getting a start versus texans if none of he's got to do that um but jordan jordan ends up winning this matchup uh he's got a good team and I think Justin Fields keeps it rolling versus Falcons. I, I don't see there's any reason why he doesn't have like a 20-point floor with the amount he's going to be running. Right. Um, but we'll see. Uh, last matchup is a massive matchup here uh, with you versus Lick, and you alluded to the fact that he, he might be a bit due. Lick, you know, has a big game this week, and, and I just hope I can keep it close to where it gets interesting – you know, come 425 on Sunday when I got T. Higgins and Joe Mixon and and, and George Pickens all playing the same game. That's that's really going to be my uh, my outlier this week is, is if that game could be a shootout and we could get about four touchdowns from three people, I'll feel pretty, pretty damn good. But, you know, it's we got a lot. We got a lot riding on that. Right. Yeah, well, I mean, yeah, you got Etienne on by. Obviously, that's playing a factor um, in the lineup here. But you know, I think it'll be interesting to see if Stafford no. comes back. Like how got no Geno, got no Geno Smith. That that one hurts. 
Yeah, no Geno. I mean, hopefully Aaron Rodgers will have a pretty good game versus Titans because uh, they have a really good run defense. I don't know how they're good their pass defense is. Right. Uh, but, yeah, no, Geno's been solid. So, I mean, that obviously hurts. He's damn seventh quarterback in fantasy. That's nuts. That's Yeah. Nuts. But I, I'm going to take Lick as my pick for, for this game. Okay. Well, I think uh, – I think that the fact that Lick is probably starting two Jets in a game that I think is going to be nasty, uh, along with a couple other unreliable options and a good run defense in Tennessee going against Aaron Jones, I actually like you this week um, by, say, seven to ten points. Uh, right. oh, okay. I think it's going to be fairly close. Um, fairly close matchup here. I think uh, it'll be it'll be pretty solid. Um, so that's all the matchups. It should be really interesting. We've got, uh, we're two thirds yep. away through the regular season. Yeah, it really is. Cause now we've got, we've only got four more weeks and it's time for the, for the, for the playoffs. And then it gets, re- and so, then it's time. And then it's, then it's time. Um, we've got, uh, we'll get our, our locks of the week for NFL and then, uh, and then we'll, we'll get out of here. Lock of the week this week is going to be left hand up. Who are we? The Commanders. Minus three. Lock it in. Nice. Okay. Nice. Commanders minus three versus the Texans. Okay. I got Bears plus three. Uh, Bears have been rolling, uh, playing well, but they've been losing a lot of close games. I think they're probably just better than the Falcons. I think they're getting points, even though it's in Atlanta, and I like the Bears plus three. I like it. And um, I guess that wraps up uh, what is most one of our most eventful episodes. Um, and I, you know, <laughs> to date, uh, you know, with, with, the, with the driving and the, the, the service and then the rest stop stop and you know all kind of stuff but you know that's what makes this league great is is you know we're willing to lay it all on the line to to keep everybody entertained that's right we we, we sacrifice for for, for you guys it's, my uh, sacrifice <laughs> oh now I'm a six feet from here. I'm Baby, six feet ain't so far. Oh, oh, <laughs> All right. Be safe out there. I will. Uh, I'll be sure to, to keep this drive with. With arms wide open. <laughs> under oh. the moonlight. Best of luck to everyone.